everyone. Before we like to begin, we would like to put a quick advisory warning. Some of the topics behind the racism we will discuss in this episode are brutal and gory. So if you are sensitive to that type of information, we ask you to please refrain yourselves from listening to this episode. Again, we apologize for that. Welcome back to the Youth Voice Podcast. Our podcast is aimed at giving a voice to teenagers who can't get their voices heard by adults or in the mainstream media. My name is Ruthie, and today I'm joined by Ishan, Sharanya, Vigish, and Ben. We also have two special guests, Shiloh Lee and Tyler Lee, and we will be talking about the Stop Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders Hate, or AAPI Hate. Before we start talking about our topic today, we send our deepest condolences to all those involved and their loved ones. It is unfortunate to say that AAPI hate is not an isolated incident. Rather, it's really part of a much longer genealogy of anti-Asian violence that reaches as far back as the 19th century. Simply look to the Chinese massacre of 1871, when a mob in Los Angeles' Chinatown neighborhood attacked and murdered 19 Chinese residents, including a 15-year-old boy, which was a reflection of the growing anti-Asian sentiment that came to its climax with the Chinese Exclusion Act of 1882. The bigotry against Asian Americans can clearly be dated back to the late 19th century, when racism and hatred first started spurring during the xenophobic laws of that time period. AAPI hate is violence, and hate crimes that are focusing on Asian Americans and then Pacific Islanders. Asian hate crimes have increased by 1900% since COVID-19 in the U.S., and nearly 3,000 reports of anti-Asian incidents have been reported in over 47 states. Most of the victims are women and elderly Asian Americans. The majority of these incidents occurred at businesses, the primary site of discrimination, while a quarter took place in the streets. While AAPI hate has been in existence for a long time, the recent coronavirus pandemic has essentially breathed new life into those who wish to participate in AAPI hate. When people are seen as a scapegoat and then they're blamed for things they haven't done, a surge of violence and hatred is usually seen. The Georgia massacre at which three Asian spas were uh, attacked from a domestic terrorist and eight people ended up dead is one of those incidents. Another one is where Kristen Hall, a 19-year-old Asian male with a mental illness, was shot by deputies while having his hands up and not having committed any actual crimes. Furthermore, a 61-year-old Filipino man was slashed in the face on a New York City subway. These incidents are all too common and they need to stop now. Before we get, begin, I'd like to introduce our two special guests today, Shiloh Lee and Tyler Lee. Both of them are our friends and part of the youth, and they both feel very passionate about this subject. We wanted to bring them in as a new perspective and to make Asian voices who are actually being affected by the hate louder than our own. So now, without further ado, let's open up the floor. My first question is for Tyler. Being a Chinese American, how do you feel during this time where anti-Asian hate crimes have risen dramatically in numbers? Well, obviously, this is a very close issue to me. It's very personal. Um, and I feel like it can be um, scary, even, uh, for someone to be in someone to be an Asian American during this time. Um, obviously, a lot of it stems from the COVID nineteen pandemic, where um, Chinese people and Asian Americans in general are blamed for, I guess, causing it and also for 
well, in some people's perspectives, bringing it to the United States. You know, it's not seen as something that um, America has control over by a lot of people. It's always someone else's fault. And the use of this rhetoric is just, it's worrying for a lot of people, including myself, because it's, it reflects a lot of the, a lot of the prejudices that exist in our society that we're usually not exposed to. Yeah, Tyler, I definitely agree with you. Asian American hate doesn't come out of nowhere. It comes from all of these, uh, all a lot of hateful rhetoric and attitudes that are spurred against them. And these attitudes and behaviors sort of build up and accumulate over time until it just explodes. And we see these incidents that are happening right now. Okay, I have a question for Shiloh next. Have you ever been affected by Asian stereotypes or microaggressions? And what are the effects of that? Uh, yes, actually. So growing up predominantly in a community that was mostly uh, white and also had a very large Asian American community, especially Korean American community, um, I wasn't subject to many of these microaggressions that I've already that I've always heard about. I've never been I had never been asked like north or south. I've never been like racially attacked before. I'd never like experienced anything that would be considered like upfront racism. Uh, but a little while ago, I actually moved um, to the East Coast and this community, um, the Asian community is very, very, very small. And there are very little people who actually look like me. So in the school that I was in, I was the minority. And uh, with a lot of misconceptions about Asian Americans and with the COVID-19 pandemic, I was subject to a lot of racism and stereotypes. So there were a lot of people that would always ask me North or South. There would always be people that assumed that I was Chinese just because I was East Asian. So uh, one moment that actually really stood out to me was um, this one girl came up to me and she said, um, I know how to write my name in Chinese. I want to show you. And I said, oh, well, I'm not Chinese, so I can't really tell you if it's correct or not. And then she kind of looked at me with this really disdainful look and she walked away. And I turned to my friend and I said, oh my gosh, did you see what just happened? And then my friend actually, she was the one that said, uh, why are you upset that that happened? She was just trying to show you what she learned you shouldn't be upset that she assumed that you were Chinese. So I, that was kind of the moment that I knew that this community was going to be really different from the one that I had grown used to. Okay, quickly before we move on, I have a follow-up question for that. Do you think that some of the hate, some of the microaggression, especially in like youth populations, it stems from like uneducation and misunderstanding? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, a lot of the time, these people aren't saying these things with the necessarily the intent to spread hate and not with the intent to make me upset. Obviously, there there were many upfront incidents like I have been straight, like called a chink, but uh, it's it's definitely just miseducation because these people, like, they don't know better. They they genuinely think that 
there are only Chinese people and the xenophobia has been rooted in their minds. So it's, it's definitely a large, a large part of it is definitely just miseducation. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Shiloh. I feel like a large part of it's uneducation and like how these people have been raised up, but also like the culture our society has towards Asian people and how they are expected to be treated in society. So we need to sort of shape that into a good way so that these uh, hate crimes and these microaggressions don't stop because everyone is equal. Um, yeah, going off of that, um, this one, this question pointing to Tyler, um, after hearing about Shiloh's experiences and how um, Sharanya added that this might be a cause of, um, you know, un- uneducation or ignorance, um, what do you believe should happen in terms of mitigating and eradicating these anti-Asian sentiments or like stereotypes in America? I think the most important part for this and for a lot of social issues is going to be education. Um, education about different cultures and different people, um, just what, like, what everyone does that's not the same as what you do, you know. Um, I think that's probably going to be the first step, but there's also going to have to be more social pressure, I guess, on everyone just to, you know, to just to understand, I guess, is the word I'm looking for, to understand other people and just understand why things happen and to really contextualize the things that happen in our society. Yeah, you're totally right, Tyler. And um, I I really agree with you. Um, And there's something that I want to add to this, um, just kind of off topic, but still part of the umbrella that we're talking about, about Asian hate, which is, you know, these people, uh, when you look at the news and you see eight Asian Americans killed in Ackworth, Georgia, that's not just eight people. That's way more than eight people. That is communities being affected. That is families being affected. That is hundreds and hundreds and maybe even thousands of people being affected because everyone's lives are significant to other people's lives. And when they are targeted on a mass scale simply because of their race, it's disgusting. I mean, if you look at the victims of the Georgia massacre, uh, for example, Emily Tan, she was 49. She was an owner of Young's Asian Spa and she was a hardworking mother. She was full of smiles and laughter, and she dreamed of traveling the world with her daughter, who was her best friend, and she died a day before her birthday. That is just so tragic, and there are thousands of these stories. I just wanted to put that out there, but I next have a question for Shiloh again, which is, um, do you think that more of this uh, Asian hate is occurring from would you say the normalization of Asian discrimination or is it from harmful and targeting political rhetoric or maybe even a combination, do you think? Um, I definitely think that it's a combination. Um, the, Like I said, the xenophobia within our community is incredibly normalized. And unfortunately, because of the misconceptions about many East Asians, 
um, it's not just Chinese Americans that are targeted to the xenophobia, but it's also anybody that looks or not even looks. It's what the it's what society deems to be Chinese. So I'm Korean and to someone else, I could look Chinese. So therefore I am subject to this xenophobia. Um, and this xenophobia isn't just rooted in our communities. It's definitely rooted in the political rhetoric. Um, a lot of times people are very, very quick to blame things on China. So it can be a joke, but it's a harmful joke. Yeah, I definitely think it's getting very normalized, especially in the beginning of the pandemic, people were often blaming uh, the COVID pandemic to on Americans, American uh, Asian people. And through that, I think it's just been growing and growing and people have been using it as an excuse to blame um, Asian people and hurt them. And I think that we need to start giving responsibility to the people who are actually committing these crimes. For example, going back to the Georgia massacre, the person, the white man who committed that act of terror was told that we were told that we he was just having a bad day. And I don't know if anybody else has had a bad day before, but I don't go and kill eight people, especially targeting a group of minorities. So we need to, I don't want to say his name because I don't want to give him that recognition, but we need to start asking politicians to take responsibility and stop this. I definitely agree. And I also feel like a lot of important figures and influencers and even politicians in our society sort of spew this rhetoric as well. And when younger people, the younger generations start to look at that, they see that that it, if other if influential figures speak about that, then they see it as normal to spew this sort of xenophobia and racism. For example, um, I'm not just picking a name here, but Donald Trump first called the um the first called the coronavirus the China virus, and that is known for spewing a lot of hate crimes and a lot of anti-Asian sentiment in this country. And not just politicians, but influential figures um, uh, making a culture, a cultural appropriation, uh, hate criming Asian uh, elderly women, etc. A lot of the actions taken in our society are seemed are deemed as normal and just another way of life. And we have to start putting the blame on individuals and start asking for better role models and not uh, Asian people specifically. Uh, wholeheartedly agreed. And I just, I just want to paint a situ uh, paint a picture for everybody. Say, you know, I'm, you just, one day you just don't submit any schoolwork. You don't submit a test. Okay. And you're asked, why didn't you do it? Are you, there's, it's going to be pretty obvious, right? Like you just didn't do the work. But are you going to cover it up and say, are people going to cover it up and say, oh, no, it was, uh, I just couldn't feel like doing it today or anything. No. And that's why when it, such a horrible act of violence has occurred and people are trying to cover it up saying, oh, we don't know the cause. It's, it's really easy to find out that it's not any, it's really easy to find out that there's no real, like, there's no real deep investigation that needs to be done. A group of minorities was attacked. and. Families were separated permanently. This, there's no going back on this. There's no redos. There's no retakes. A family, multiple families are separated and lives are lost. Dreams are just that now. 
and we're just going to pretend like we don't know what the cause of this was. We, my call is to all politicians and everybody, especially you're a person on this planet. You call your politicians out. You hold them accountable for the actions because the politicians are meant to represent the people just as the people are meant to hold politicians accountable. Okay. It's as simple as that. There's no working around it. This goes all the way up to the president, all the way down to our lowest, you know, our, our lowest uh, governor or whatever. You guys need to take accountability and we need to hold you to it. That's a call from the American people to the American government and all around the world as well. Yeah, this is totally deeply rooted into American politics with harmful political rhetoric. And I, I believe it's just, it's so systemic. It's so much more than uh, the surface of what you see on the news. I mean, like you said, Sharanya, uh, Captain Jay Baker, the the uh, the sheriff that was downplaying um, the domestic terrorists at the Georgia massacre, um, saying he had a bad day and that it was because of his sexual addictions. You know, this is just so downplaying everything that they're doing. And this is just giving a green light for more people to do it. So it's it's more than just politicians. You know, we need to we need to get politicians to stop this and we need to get this to stop spreading like wildfire throughout the media, stop normalizing hate towards Asian people and to pontificate this innocuous and non-accusatory language towards uh towards people that have committed serious crimes, people that have killed, murdered eight people, that people that have taken lives from so many families. And just to say they had a bad day, that is flagrantly gross. And this just creates a platform for more incidents to contrive throughout America, and it needs to stop now. No more scapegoats, no more normalization of Asian hate, we need to stop it across the board and work together across all communities and stand up for Asian Americans and Asians across the world. Thank you, Ben. And before we wrap up, I'd like to ask one last question to both Shiloh and Tyler. Uh, I think Tyler can go first. What are some ways that non-Asian people can help the AAPI community? I think the most important thing here is publicizing the hate that's growing um about like from asian americans or i'm sorry uh against asian americans i should say um it's a much bigger problem than a lot of people think um for example in the georgia shootings i believe the police chief the one who said that the shooter was just having a bad day um, he, this is just unbelievable. He posted a picture on his Facebook page of him wearing a shirt saying coronavirus imported from China, which is just, um, really disgusting for the person who's supposed to be investigating this potential hate crime. Um, but I, I do think that there is hope. I think that uh, there eventually will be some, I guess, reckoning, we could say, but some, there's going to be some point at which this will not be a problem anymore.
Um, I'll quote Martin Luther King Jr. here. He said that the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. And I think that's the stance that we have to take to support this cause and other social justice causes as much as we can to make sure that we achieve our goals. Okay, thank you, Tyler. And Shiloh, would you also like to answer that question? Absolutely. Okay, so I think that the very best way that non-AAPI people can support this movement is, first of all, just to be self-aware, because the society that we've been fed into our entire lives, um, it's a very messed up society, and there is so much internal racism and internalized racism and normalized racism that have that's been fed into our that's this rhetoric that's been fed to us ever since we were little and it is our jobs to rid ourselves of that so just to be self-aware so the next time you want to make a joke about china or the next time you want to you want to you know slant your eyes back just give it a second thought and think is this okay like is this necessary is this going to be harming people and i think that the next step that we can all take is to spread awareness and be an ally and when you need to step down and give the spotlight for asian creators to be heard thank you to shiloh and tyler for joining us today this was not a topic we enjoyed talking about but we at Youth Voice felt it was necessary to bring in a bring light to this horrendous trend. Thank you guys for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, turn on post notifications, follow us on Instagram at Youth Voice Official, TikTok, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And we will see you later. Stay safe and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.